0: So we all like to take breaks from our busy, busy lives, enjoying things such as snapping people's necks or banging our heads to the best metal we can possibly muster up. Well, another thing Warhorse likes to do when he's taking a break is listen to the Hot Tag Hooligans Wrestling Podcast Show with Tom and Aaron. And Warhorse has learned anything over the past few months it's that the Hot Tag Hooligans Wrestling Podcast Show rules ass. Welcome everybody to the Hot Tag Hooligans Wrestling Podcast Show. I'm Aaron. That's Tom. Tonight, we have a very special guest with us. It's the one and only Miss Alice Crowley. How's it going?
1: I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Doing pretty good. good. So today where we're at, we had some snow issues. How is it where you're at?
1: I think we're pretty close, actually, because I am Indianapolis, Indiana. So it's like it was snowing off and on today, which really sucked. So there's like really bad traffic everywhere. But other than that, it's just snow. I hate it's it. It's just normal
0: <laughs> Indiana traffic. Yeah.
1: I mean, it could be snowing one minute and then the next minute it's like sunny. And I'm like, whatever. I'm used to it.
0: <laughs> so right now, this past year of 2020 was really rough for a lot of people. Uh, yourself, though, you were able to get some good bookings with a lot of people, especially Flawless. You were down there for their inaugural show. Uh, t- Tom actually went to that show. Talk to us a little bit about your 2020. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um,
1: my 2020 so far, like, well, I guess it's over. Um, 2020. <sighs> it was. It was a rough year for sure. Um, definitely didn't get to accomplish everything I wanted to in 2020. And I think that goes for most wrestlers overall, but like, I think I did pretty good for the circumstances that we were given, like not being able to, uh, wrestle in front of crowds. A lot of shows ending up doing tapings just to get footage, um, to release to the crowd. It's definitely hard wrestling without a crowd because like, I can build off of the crowd and like, Work with the crowd. So it's like a. You know what I mean? Like. But. Either way. I just. Not disappointing. Because I did accomplish some things. Like going to bigger promotions. And uh, meeting new people. And just overall. Actually being able to get in a ring. Which is good. Because there was at one point in time. Where I wasn't even able to get into the ring. For like three months. Uh, But little bit of a disappointing year hopefully next year well this year will be a lot better but overall kind of you mentioned (laughs) that you're
0: you mentioned that you're in indianapolis and one of the stories coming out of indianapolis was the collective this year yes Uh, you were able to perform on that talk about that exposure that that has given you within the wrestling world so
1: that is one of the positives that happened in my 2020 um was being able to wrestle for shiver um when I got that booking, I almost peed myself. Like, I was freaking out because I was like, this is such a big deal. Like, I can't believe I'm actually, like, getting to wrestle for this company that I've wanted to for, like, my entire life. But the thing, like, I'm I'm 17. So, or, well, 18 now. But at the time, I was 17. Um, and I don't think I was a lot. Like, being younger, and like, still a kid in the wrestling business you're not allowed to go and wrestle at specific places because you aren't of age and that's just how like uh for many other women wrestlers that are younger happens the same thing happens to them but like being able to wrestle at the collective for shimmer when I thought I had to be 18 to wrestle for them like that was a huge deal to me you know what I mean like being able to do something that big um meeting a bunch of people like a bunch of great people and having such a fun time um but yeah the exposure was it it was overall a really great experience and i loved working for the collective and for dave at shimmer
2: now with your um did you follow shimmer prior to this and is that something that you know you said you wanted to work for them but have you kind of followed them as they started along?
1: Um, probably, like, not as they started along. But, like, I would share everything that they would put out. Um, I met Dave at an IWA show. Um, they do these battle broad shows. And it's, like, all, like an all women show. And he would come to those and, like, scout for girls. That's how he picked up Kenzie Page and then picked me up. So, I mean yeah
2: because <laughs> I always find it interesting that some of these uh promotions aren't like as well known as what some of us that are huge wrestling fans that we know about them but like you talk to ca- casual wrestling fans they have no idea how big of a deal yeah. Of Shimmer, and yeah and it's a huge deal for 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 women to be able to have that to get in exposure and things like that right Right, and so I would assume that it would be a huge deal um, for the independent wrestlers coming up for shimmer to be on their resume.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was so excited to wrestle for them because I was like, yes, I get to say I wrestled for that. You know what I mean?
0: But look, looking at, you mentioned that you're 17 years of age and you know, we 18. had 18. 18 now, 18 now, <laughs> 18 now. Uh, you know, we've had Billy on as well before. But right now we are seeing such a youth movement all throughout wrestling. It's not just on the female side. It's also on the male side as well. Um, Years ago, you would have to be in your 20s before you could ever catch a break. And I think that held a lot of people back because when certain people are only breaking into the business in their 30s and things like that, it doesn't allow them really a chance to grow in their role as a character development and things of that nature so what has your youth been able to give you that's beneficial in the business so far
1: my youth um, okay so I've been an athlete like my entire life like always been busy doing stuff I did judo um when I was like six uh I did well I just finished my last year of cross country. I did track, I did diving and now I do wrestling. So like, I'm always busy, always doing all these sports, working out, doing all of this stuff. And I think age, like being younger really helps with that because like, I have so much energy and I can keep up with a bunch of people, um, like men included, like I can, I will go out there and I will do what it takes. Like, it does not matter the sex that you are, like I will, like I'm there. You know what I mean? Um, but I really think that my age and how young I am really helps out with being able to move and like keep up with people and stuff. So,
0: at all those sports, what was your best sport? Best sport. <laughs>
1: um, well, I have a varsity letter in cross country and um, in uh, diving. So, those two probably both um I did I did I've done cross country for seven years I did diving for two but diving (laughs) it's a little different because you do like all these flips and stuff and I I mean I'm not like a flippy person in the ring you know what I mean but I know how to do it I just don't (laughs) <laughs> so,
0: the, well, the cross country would definitely help you with your cardio, as far as for sure. Oh yeah, the, for sure. It the wrestling helps. goes, and I'm gonna be honest. You're the first diver I've ever known.
1: Oh really? <laughs> That's cool.
0: It's not a big I thing mean, down I got here where I'm ring. at. There you go. <laughs> but
2: so you you talked about the intergender wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. I was able to watch match it flawless, and I very much enjoyed.
1: <laughs> I love Dylan. Even though it, he acts like a butthole.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it it was a very good story that y'all told. Um, is is intergender wrestling something that you prefer to do, or is it something that? Because I always feel like there's some really good stories that are told when you when you have an intergender wrestling match. So, how what's your take on that? And what about you?
1: So. My my absolute all time favorite matches are intergender matches because I just find myself being able to work with the guys better than the other females, Um, because they're able to do a lot of things that most females aren't. I'm gonna be honest, Um, but it doesn't take away from like women overall just because they can't do almost everything they they can they can, but. Um, me being able to work with another male and being able to make these stories of, like, just because I'm a girl does not mean, like, I'm lesser than you. Which is true. Like, I'm not gonna stand down. Like, I no, that is not me. I'm going to match you, period. Like, that's... So... <laughs> I love intergender wrestling, and I prefer to do intergender wrestling any day of the week. But wrestling girls is still fun. But personally, I would prefer wrestling a guy because it's fun being able to show people like, hey, I'm up here. Like, you're you're down here. I'm up here. And I'm a girl. So, like, just because guys wrestle and, like, it's a guy's – it's not a guy's sport like I look at me look look where I'm at <laughs> come catch up to me
2: yeah I I totally agree with what you're saying there's just something about that story um especially if you have a really good male heel uh when the when the female That's baby why I
1: love Dylan so much is because he's such like he's such a character and I had like a lot of fun working with him and like being able to tell this story with him because there's so much to work off of. You know what I mean?
2: Yes. I, I totally agree. It's some of my favorite wrestling is, is watching those kind of things. And it's, it's just, it gets you hooked into that story for me a lot easier and it's even more rewarding when the match is over. So I'm right there with you on it.
0: Yeah. It's such a tough thing because probably 20 years ago, The major promotions were featuring intergender wrestling, and then they totally went away with it. Uh, You know, some of when Chyna was around, she was involved in intergender wrestling. Um, Chris Jericho would be involved in intergender wrestling as well, and they've kind of shifted from it. But in the last week or two, the WWE has really started to kind of push that button just a tad bit. You saw Alexa Mm -hmm. Bliss last night get an RKO. Uh, There's some physicality. Uh, Saucer Banks wrestled a male on friday night smackdown as well so when you look at that if the landscape was to totally change to intergender is for every single person out there how would that make you feel
1: um i so i know most not most people but some people are against intergender wrestling so i think that there still needs to be um like same sex matches right because um it's not going to attract everyone uh, you'll lose some audience doing that uh but it doesn't mean that you should cut out interges- intergender wrestling like altogether there should def like, I think that there should be intergender wrestling matches because I find it interesting, and I love doing them myself, so, but I definitely don't think that it should be, like, all around um, uh, intergender wrestling, but it, they definitely should keep it how it is, I would say, but have more intergender wrestling matches here and there, but other than that, yeah.
0: So if you could possibly wrestle any male right now in the world, who is somebody that you would have want to wrestle any male, any male?
1: Oh my God. There's so many. Um, I would, I would like to wrestle Tony Deppin. I think he's really good. Um, I wrestled Cole Roderick, um, as, like, my first intergender wrestling match ever. So that would be cool to redo that. Um, there, like, I could name off so many. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, literally I, anybody, honestly, I would wrestle anybody.
0: Yeah, you look at Tony, you know, right now, he's, he's a really hot name. And a lot of our guests have started to mention his name a lot. A year ago, you probably wouldn't have heard a lot about Tony Depp as well. I feel like he's like the male Kylie Ray right now. Where everyone was really wanting to wrestle Kylie Ray. I don't know how many guests we've had on this show and their dream match was to wrestle Kylie Ray. And I think now Tony Deppin is kinda of like the male version of Kylie Ray where everybody's wanting to wrestle him.
1: Yeah, I mean I really wanted to wrestle Kylie Ray, but you know. It's like stuff happens, but that's okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's perfectly fine. There's You know, that's the good part about professional wrestling. Uh when someone steps away, someone else steps up. And yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. Especially
0: right now, you know, the women in the independent scene, it's as hot as it's ever been. And, you know, a lot of our guests that we've had on this show are the women because that's what people are asking us to have on this show more times than not. Because women are you know kicking ass and taking names and and that's, just, <laughs> and that's just the way it is and when you look at I, i've said it before the midwest girls that's what i call you guys the midwest girls you yeah. Riley, kayla Haley J. you got you know elena just signed mm-hmm. as well and then you got the midwest then you got the southwest girls which is Thunder rosa's crew of burt dixon and Gracia mm-hmm. and maddie rankowski and roxy man the the, next, yeah the next team there's a lot of really good girls wrestling. there's
2: a lot it's so great it there's so much there's so much that can be done and so much that will be done that for a fan it's it's one of the greatest things ever
1: yeah yeah that's well and for the wrestlers too because like I there's a bunch of these girls like that I haven't wrestled yet so I get a, like wrestled you know what I mean like I I'm excited to see who I get to wrestle like in this
0: next year now I messaged you earlier today about the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I, I don't know how well you're able to follow the product right now with everything that go, that's going on in your life. I know a lot of you guys are busy. But if you had to pick a male and a female winner for this Sunday, who are they and why?
1: Okay. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Um, because uh, the WWE right now cannot have crowds, I have not been keeping up with it too much um
0: it's hard uh, to keep up with without a crowd i'm just gonna be honest it's rough i
1: think i think the crowd pretty much like wrestlers kick their you know what i mean they're like working hard but like you can't i just i feel like it kind of takes away if there's no crowd um but if i had to pick a male and a female i think i would pick for the female hmm bailey probably she's in it right yeah uh, yeah, probably Bailey because she did. She win it last year.
0: No, last, who won year. It
1: last year was it Sasha? Well, think of like
0: who, my mind it just went by. Charlotte won it last year, and she challenged. Charlotte Rhea last year.
1: Well, if Bailey wins it this year, she could like main event with Sasha. That would be cool. That would be cool. Tell me that wouldn't be cool. <laughs> Um, but then for the men, I would pick Edge. Yeah, probably Edge.
0: And we haven't made. He
1: he came back, right? Like he just came back. back. Let him pop off real quick.
0: Yeah, and we and we we said tonight we were going to make our picks as well. And I'll go ahead and say my pick until last night was going to be Alexa Bliss because they were really doing some good things with her. But I think they kind of ruined that last night. So I'm gonna go with Rhea Ripley, (laughs) and I'm gonna go with Edge. That's my two. Rhea Ripley's in it. Yep, Rhea Ripley and Edge. Well, she's not, she hasn't Rhea been official Ripley. yet.
1: She hasn't been. I love yet. Rhea Ripley,
0: but I, I feel I feel like she's coming.
1: See, oh. if, if I wanted someone to win, it would be Rhea Ripley. But if I'm being honest, like you know, what I mean, I think it'd be Bailey.
2: Gotcha. Well, I went with Edge as well. So I, I'm we're
1: sure. all agreeing.
2: <laughs> that means he's not <laughs> winning. <laughs> but women, I went with uh, Bianca Belair. Oh, really. Uh, I just, I just think they're doing a lot with her right now, and I just I'm usually wrong at these things anyway, so it, it really doesn't matter, but I just feel like that her trajectory is is for that in a short period of time instead of long term. So, yeah. going to be there quickly, but we'll just have to see.
0: That'll be cool. You, me- you mentioned that it is hard to watch, and the Royal Rumble will definitely be an event that it's, my, it's one of my... It, it is my favorite event of the year. I love the Royal Rumble more than I love WrestleMania. Yeah. Just because of the crowd reactions to people who are coming out. So I'm very interested Interested to see what they actually do with that. But on the flip side of that is AEW. And right now, you know, they do have a crowd. And
1: so... They, yeah, somewhat.
0: Yeah, somewhat. But it's, it's still way more than what the WWE has. So during this pandemic, have you... What's the biggest crowd that you've been able to perform in right The
1: biggest crowd I've been able to perform in, uh, hmm, probably about 50 people, I would say. But I think that's for almost all promotions up until just recently. There's only been like 25 people that they're allowing in the buildings. Um, Even just like for the tapings. We just have just the wrestlers there, so there's nobody else there. But I think the most that there's been is like
0: 50, like max. So, you know what? some of my favorite shows I've ever been to in my life are the small shows where the crowd is 100% yeah. invested into it.
1: Which is, I love crowds like that. Once, like even if there's not a bunch of them, like I'm still here to do my job. I'm still gonna entertain you because you paid just as much as if there was a thousand people here you still paid the exact same amount everybody else did so i'm still going to give you the product that you paid for you know
0: what i mean you talk about the overall aspect of your career so far you're still very young but what is it that you feel like that you are missing right now that you're wanting yeah that you're wanting to perfect in the next year or so
1: i i just need to get out more honestly i think i just need to buckle down and even if I go in debt over it like I just need to go out you know what I mean so
0: at least you can go in debt doing something you love (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) so so when you look at that was it very hard for you to balance you know your education your normal everyday life being as young as you are and how was your family's reaction whenever you decided you wanted to actually go into pro wrestling
1: well when I I started wrestling in December of 2016 so I was 14 I had just turned 14 um I my dad tells me to this day he can't believe that I stuck with it like he honestly thought that I would just go to like two practices and be done but like If it's something I want to do, like, I'm not going to (laughs) quit, but uh, yeah, I think they were surprised that I decided to stick with it and keep with it, but I'm getting ready to start my fifth year in December, actually, so yeah, I've been training for almost all of the time, but uh, been wrestling in front of a crowd for two years now, Uh, two years, three months, something like that, but yeah
2: so was there a like a defining moment that you knew that's it i'm gonna be a ruler um did it stem from just being a a fan or what took you to that next level to where you made that decision that i'm gonna do this
1: i went to um independent shows what like 12 13 around that age and i just remember Sitting there and watching the show and like being so excited, like before I get there, while I'm there, after I leave, like just excitement, you know what I mean? Just being so happy to be there and being able to watch this and just be happy. And I want to take that feeling that I felt and give it to other people so like I can spread the happiness, I guess. <laughs> but yeah.
0: That's one I've ever heard. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I got somebody here who wants to ask you a question. Okay. Okay. Hi. This is my Hi. this is my eight-year-old daughter, Quinn. She wants to ask you a question. Go ahead. Hi, Quinn. What is your favorite movie?
1: What's my favorite movie? Okay, I, she's probably not seen this, but I like Red Dragon. <laughs> it's probably one of my favorite movies um uh, kids movies though uh the little mermaid i love the little mermaid
0: yep all right tell her about. <laughs> bye. bye sometimes it's a dad you just gotta let them ask a question <laughs> that's okay they'll, pe- they'll pester you until you do well, <laughs> well before we let you go tell everyone where they can find you next or find you on social media or plug your merch here we go
1: on all social medias um facebook is just alice crowley twitter alice crowley 19 uh instagram is alice underscore crowley underscore and i think that's it yeah been done
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you you've only been really going for about two and a half years but you are a star in the making and i'm not just saying it because you're on the show uh we're very firm believers Uh, and you the work ethic that you put in your match quality your character development Uh, so keep up the good work thank you absolutely Uh, and for everybody out there um, make sure you guys are staying safe Um, we'll be back next week Uh, we actually got a double guest next week Uh, so that'll be kind of interesting as well and we'll do a little bit of royal rumble rundown and everything that went on uh, so make sure you guys are care of yourself, and we will see you guys next week.